Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Ow! 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 Let's talk Devils and Islanders, let's talk Penguins and Rangers, but let's not talk about Flyers, because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 119 of the Friends and Rivals podcast, coming at you live and hot. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Joining me each week are... Stephen Wojtowicz. Let's keep the speed going, boys. Bill Fougere. And Nick there's the delay. And there's the fucking delay. Um, I have a second delay. What is, what is, relax. relax. And the 3-1. Popped up. Castillo. Dropped the ball. He's dropped <laughs> the ball. Here comes Teixeira. And the Yankees win. Can you believe that was 14 years ago today? 14 years? Oh, my years? God. Louis Castillo. man. Where is oh. the time going? But at least at least he was like a 200 hitter, so he had that going for him. Oh, A-Rod? <laughs> no, fucking uh, Luis Castillo. Who couldn't feel. Oh, my bad. Omar and I loved him. Couldn't feel, couldn't hit, but but just loved that guy. My bad. Best I second baseman like, they've yeah. had since since him. Who is the best second baseman they've had since him? Ray Ordonez, or is he shortstop? Ray was a shortstop, and he wasn't yeah. since him. He was with him. him? No, Ordonez was when we worked at the fucking Mets clubhouse together. That was in the fucking my 90s, time dude. is all lifetime ago. Jesus, oh my god! If it's not hockey, I have no idea. We got you. Got McNeil. You got a uh, uh, Justin Turner. You have. Uh, that Murphy guy. Justin Turner wasn't good until they got rid of him. I don't know if the Mets had a talent for doing that the second baseman. Daniel Murphy was good. Yeah, he was okay. Right? He was. Daniel Murphy just signed with uh, somebody in the in the Padres. Oh, he got out of the independent league. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He 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 wow. parlayed that that trip with, with the ducks into uh into an another Another job. Nice. Well, it's good to see Luke Voigt getting back into the game. Yeah, well, we'll take all the Yankees scrubs. You know, with <laughs> Gary Sanchez, we tried him out. He's crushing the ball in San Diego now, huh? Yeah, and Aaron Hicks is doing really well in Baltimore, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and how bad last. do I want either one of those on the Yankees? No, nope, <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. All right, let's start oh. off with the Stanley Cup final. And- oh, oh, I thought we were doing we baseball do that. today. Before we do that, before we do that, um, we have a, after this show, we have about three weeks um, left until we go on a hiatus for the summer. But in those three weeks, we will have packed episodes. We will do the draft. We will do free agency. And then we will bid you adieu for and the we'll summer. And we'll do about to do America. And- <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I think July uh, July 3rd, the day prior to 4th of July, which might be a little challenging, <laughs> will be our last show. Uh, maybe we'll do it on a Sunday. Who no, knows? we got to do one. We got to do one more like a week after free agency, no? What is that week? Uh, maybe I meant the uh, 7th. No, the 10th. Yeah, I, I can't. Like I'm on vacation do... that week. I can't. I can't. So that, that's got to be the third. All right, forget it. Forget July? it. Cancel the whole thing. Cancel well, the July podcast. 1st is, is, is free agency. So we will do yeah. it. All right. This we'll guy, you know, there's always that first day free for all. We can yeah. All right. Exactly. Someone's going to fucking throw lots of money at people. Um, 
maybe even people who were in the Stanley Cup final, huh? How much is Jonathan Marchessault going to make in free agency? $200,000. At least at least a million dollars a year. At least. Oh, you're saying league minimum? All right. We'll we'll do that. At least league minimum. Well, yeah. how old is he now? I don't even At know. least at least 25. <laughs> Why would he go anywhere else? For the money. Yeah, because aren't you yeah, following I mean, along? Aren't Steve, you following I, I, along? I sort of think Steve thinks that that guys just get attached to a place and just want to play for a place instead of going and chasing the money. I, I don't know what world he's living in. But I mean, he's 32. He's in a world where the devils are going to try to make Jack Hughes the highest paid forward yeah, on their team I don't. for the next Listen, four years. I am I am publicly on record as saying I don't understand the logic. Take the fact that you got him on a on a team friendly deal and use it to your advantage. Don't make draw a line in the sand and say we can't go beyond this point. Now, Brett doesn't deserve more than Hughes, but Timo deserves a little bit more. Especially with the ten million dollar qualifying offer that's going to take him, you know, into free agency. If you can, if you could chip a million and a half off of that and sign him long term for eight point five, well, then I think that's a great deal. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to be get it, be able to do that. Why wouldn't? But if you were I, why because of him players, or because they I, don't want to go above Hughes. I would venture to guess there are going to be people who take the money, right? And we're going to talk about this in, in a little bit. Um, but there are players who are going to take shorter term deals to fill in this next year or two so they can get unrestricted free agency in two years to get bigger money, bigger deals. I bet you. I bet you there will I, be more. I definitely think that's with- what the Brat Camp has been angling for. Whereas the Devils want to go long term, right? In in two years, it, the contract that he signs for eight million dollars this year might be ten or nine, right. or ten in in a couple of years. So it, it's going to be. Uh, we'll see what. Or happens. he could shit the bed like he did in the playoffs, and it doesn't really work out in his favor. Yeah, but if he does really well in in the regular season, right? You need these guys to get you to the playoffs, right? If he can, if he can. Top his career year, yeah. So realistically, he's got what two years, and he's a free agent. Yeah. So his agent is probably like, no, they don't probably don't want to do more than a three-year deal because they can bank on that mega deal, that big seven, seven, eight years after. Which, by the way, in three years, likely, you know. They may be able to go up the cap, might go up a little bit. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe like and a million and a half. One maybe. Ooh. Right. right. <laughs> they've been they've been they've been uh, tempting us for quite some time. So maybe, maybe then. But, but you can you can always say yeah. the cap is gonna go up next yeah. year. But yeah, but my point was gonna be is that either you get the mega deal now or you get a really nice deal for Two like three years or so, two three years, and then you can go to UFA and get a zillion dollars because you'll be a top free agent, assuming he plays well with the Devils next couple that's, of years. That's and assuming he plays up to his potential, you know, that's going to be 
70, 80 point guy. I don't think I, it's, it's, it's hard to do playing on this team for the next two years. That's, I don't, that's I don't, what I'm I don't saying. think it's going to be hard. unless they get other guys and he, and he drops down in the lineup and then you're not I getting mean, as much ice time. But he's, I, he's got, I don't know. He's, uh, you watch him more than we do. So I, I don't know, but he's got 70 points two years in a row. Maybe they throw him on a line with he sure. Now, as great as he is, he's usually going to be the guy that, yeah. That is more the defensive forward. So you're not going to rack up the points then. He wasn't on the line with Heisher. No, he was with Heisher. I, I, for some reason, I always, I always picture him with, no. with Heisher. He, he, he made a lot. He scored a lot of his goals on the line with Hughes. Yeah, I'm and sure Walla did the same thing. Wherever Hughes is playing, you, you play on his, his line. You're making a lot of money. Yeah, you make a bank. Can do you think? Do you think that Hughes and Meyer are going to play well together? So in watching them together at the end of the season and in the playoffs, they, they played terrible together. They always seem to be in the same four square wow. feet of ice. Yeah. So I don't know if a training camp helps it's them not- learn how to play better together. Cause obviously you're not really working on that. They didn't have many practices together. Uh, as the season went, as the season wound down, so maybe in training camp they could figure out how to play well together. I don't know. Can't tell you how important I mean, those preseason games are. So mm-hmm. important. Just I've I've been saying it for years. We need more, more. Who's yes. your top, who's your they top should set? play eighty-two preseason games, and it should be a six-game <laughs> schedule. I think that's a little a little excessive. So what's the what's the top six next year for the Devils? Uh, Hughes. Centering Meyer and Mercer and Heeshear centering Brat and Sharon Govich or, or, or Brat and somebody else that they get. Palat's not in your top six? No. He's a third liner. Making six million a year. He's a third liner. He's a third liner. I don't think he'll be, I don't, I don't think he'll be, uh, he, he didn't play much in the, in the top six as the, you know, the second half of the season. Yeah. After the injury. Hmm. Interesting. But the Devils did go on. Um, not on. Devils did tr- make a trade this week. Um, and they was a sign and trade with Columbus for Damon Severson. And they only got a third round pick for him, huh? After all that stuff pick. that he did. All right. I you say they only got a third round pick. I think that's great. They got something that basically they could have they could have he could have walked for free. Yeah, exactly. So, like if you're not if you if there's no plan to bring back free he's because going, he's the only way he could get that eighth year is from the Devils. He wouldn't have but walked for free. Huh? He wouldn't have he could have walked for free, but the only way he can get that eight years was from the Devils. He could not have gotten the eight year deal from Columbus. That correct. was the benefit that is, of the, that is of the absolutely correct, trade, but, but they but did him a they did Arizona, him a favor. Yeah, I got you, but Arizona got a third for being the cap, um, a cap home for for part of Kane's salary at the trade deadline. So are they the same thing? Because I got to think the Devils did a hell of a lot more for Severson and maybe even for Columbus than a third round pick. No, I, I, I don't like these sun and trades if they're only for picks. Go fuck yourself. Go walk away. 
But why? Now they got a third round pick that yeah, they wouldn't but have I, had. I just I don't think it was worth it. I don't. Now they could now they could throw that third round pick with another asset in a trade. It doesn't, you know, yeah, maybe. it's all bonus I, I for them. I, I I don't know if they'll do that, but the, you're right. They they certainly could do that. It's only I the just second think... ever. It's only the second ever sign and trade in NHL history. Is that right? Who the hell was the first? I don't know, but it, I saw it was mentioned several times that it was only the second ever sign and trade. Really? Wow. I probably would have bet there would have been more. You would think, like... or or it's just something that's going to start catching on. Yeah, but I think teams got to got to hold off for for a little bit more than just a third round pick. I just I, to I, me, but are you giving up they, a second? I thought they could have done more. Are you giving up a second for that? No, you you signed Damon Severson. All right, now let's make a trade for this player. Oh, the only no only because you're not you you can't keep him. They weren't keeping yeah. him. They, they I, told listen, him. I get what you're. I get what you're saying. They I get told it. him not, flat I'm, out in his exit interview, "You're not coming back." I get what you're saying, but I, I don't. I maybe it's just me, and I don't. I don't like these sign and trade deals. I'm not a big fan because I, I don't think you're getting what you deserve to be getting for doing all that work to what give the work? player what he wants. What work? The eighth you year. You hired a lawyer. You hired the a eighth lawyer year. to do the, the eighth year is worth is probably worth a lot more than a third round pick. It's just your no. There's no. There's no. You did work to get that eight. What's the work they did to get that eighth year? They kept him around. Sure. I don't know. That's doesn't seem like much work. Regardless, I feel like it's a third round pick for free. I mean, I I, I like it. I mean, I like it too. I get it's a third round pick for free. I trust me. I get it. I get it all. I just don't think it's enough. But what I is enough? What now? Now tell me what enough is. Listen, if you're signing the player, if you're signing the player to a contract, you should have got what that player is worth in the trade market. But why? You're I mean, not keeping that player. You have no intention of keeping that player. Yeah, well, maybe this is where the Devils did it wrong. No. Maybe they shouldn't have maybe they shouldn't have gone on record to say Severson wasn't going to be back and in the exit interview posted all over the fucking internet. He's I'm not, look, agent, I'm not calling out I don't want to I don't want to misconstrue this. I'm not calling out devils. If this was the Rangers, I'd still be bitching him. His moment. agent has to negotiate that deal with Columbus first. It's not like the Devils negotiated with him and said, We'll offer you six point two five. Frank Sarandrelli knew with what contract he was getting. Come on. Everybody knew what contract he was getting because the, the heat because his agent negotiated it with the Blue Jackets. He was allowed yeah, to I, negotiate. I, I, with I understand them. that. I get that. But if Frank Saravelli is, is saying on record that he's going to get eight years or seven years or whatever it was, six point two five, six five, something like that. If he's saying it in an article a week before it happened, you think the deal was already done? I think the negotiations had already started. Sure. Mm, I don't know. I'm I, again. I'm just not a fan of these of these signing trades. I get that you get the free, the free pick. Just not a fan of them. That's all. Wow. Okay. But Severson did uh, certainly get his his money up front as opposed and he's going to, to, to and he's going to NHL America Siberia. Well, who as knows? As opposed to Winnipeg, which is Canada Siberia, as opposed to Siberia Siberia, which is in Russia. Russian Siberia. Well, who knows? They've improved their defense a little bit in the off season now. All it needs is center. You know, they should trade Line A for for uh pierre luc dubois i think the 
but they need a center to play with Johnny Hockey. So why not just reverse that trade? Just just undo just it. Just reverse just... the trade. That's it. <laughs> he wants out, right? He wants out of Winnipeg now. Jesus he wants Christ, out of Winnipeg, anybody... but he but he would only you want wants him? to go to Montreal, I think. Yeah, but would you want him? No, I don't. Want I wouldn't him. want. No, I'm sorry. I want Line A. I'll no. I'll trade for Line A. He might he might you know rejuvenate himself on a on a line with Hughes. He's a shooter that he would need right. for sure. You just go, hey, go go stand over there, and I'm gonna skate around over here, and then eventually the puck's gonna be at your feet. Yeah, just one timer. Just right. expect a one timer every single time down the ice. Right. I'd agree with that. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Come on. Keep the wait, energy wait, going. Did, Come on. Wait, don't let we up. To- we totally missed the final because we skipped and went to the devil's deal. That's all right. We'll, we'll, <clears throat> Las Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup. Let's go. Next agenda item. I don't go. know. I mean, I picked Vegas to win. Go. But I just Genius uh, move not to make that bet on my part. Next item. Listen, they were, they were pretty close within seconds of tying that game. Yeah. But yep. what a stop. My God. It would have been late after the after the late, but but most seriously. entertaining blowout series in NHL history. It's very entertaining. 100 percent Very yeah, entertaining, I mean, but the games but are I just... don't know blowout. Well, don't if you win blowout. four games to one, you don't think that's a series blowout? If no, I don't. You won two of the games, one in overtime and one by one goal. I don't know if that's a blowout. But I'm saying if you look at if you don't look at the scores and you see a team won four games to one, they won a series four games to one. Well, look, you don't the think scores that, or the context, yeah, that, that feels one-sided. But that's sure. what but I'm saying. Like but there's four one series where like the team that, that loses four one that's what I'm had a chance. And then fucking saying I'm saying where... that this Jesus fuck next item. Go move on. Why? Because I want to be done in 45 minutes. Well, you're the one called it a blowout series. That's all. This that's is the night. Yeah, exactly. You didn't stop bringing <laughs> up shit. Jesus Christ. But he, that's what he was oh, saying. Time now, now move along. <laughs> now move on. But I wasn't done with Pierre-Luc Dubois. But, okay. I mean, on. seriously, who, who would take this guy who has bitched and moaned his way out of Columbus and now wants to bitch and moan his way out of Winnipeg? Anybody that goes, anybody that goes, I've been to Columbus and I've been to Winnipeg. (laughs) I understand his problem. Why isn't Line A saying the same fucking thing? Or fucking the most overrated player in hockey? Oh boy. Well, he just got there. He can't say it yet. (laughs) What do you mean he just got there? Didn't he sign a long term deal? No, but I'm just saying he's only one year into it. Yeah, that's one year long enough. Yeah, one year fucking long enough. Um, I'm just upset. Because there's literally nothing going on in the hockey world other than the Rangers not hiring a fucking coach. I, I looked at the, um, at the assistants in, in Vegas and in Florida. They are obviously not waiting for any one of those guys. Mm, obviously. Nobody. So what the fuck is the holdup? If it's going to be uh, Laviolette, you could have announced this three weeks ago and just completely have washed your hands about it. If it's no Heinz, sort of... okay, I can get that that might have been the holdup. But it, if that was the holdup, it should have been done last week. I always I... remember Bettman wanting teams not to announce stuff like that during the final well, then just why to the keep fuck the focus. Did... No, that's horseshit because they've now two trades and okay. fucking Calgary hired oh. Adam Huska, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, today as, as their head coach. By the way, have you ever heard of him before? No. I've not heard of him before at all. 
Maybe we should watch more minor league games. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's the thing. Maybe we get the AHL package next year. Who's got the time and effort to do that? <laughs> You're right. It's a lot of time and effort into Nick, that. Bill, you guys want to chime in at any point? Feel free. Um, I don't want oh, you guys. Yeah. To- I was going to say that uh, outside of this area, you know, most teams have. Bill, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sorry. That was really uncalled for. Yeah, I'm sorry. Goodness. I'm not Randy. I mean, what the fuck is with this? (laughs) Steve. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Outside the New York area, nobody ever heard of Chuck Knobloch either. That's all I was going to say. Yes, they got Teams got guys in their system that, you know, I, I got it. Calgary. Who the fuck knows who's fucking yeah. on the hitman? I get that. Um, but the Rangers are the last team yet to uh, to name a head coach for for next season. And all reports today said it was Laviolette, whereas you know Elliot Friedman on Friday said it was Hines. So nobody has any idea who the Rangers are going to hire as their next coach. I, if you- I was putting money on it, it would probably be Laviolette at this point because no one has any fucking idea. And in your opinion, either or, they're both parallel moves. They're not upgrades. I don't think Labulette is an upgrade over Gallant. Um, I think I think Heinz is a downgrade a little bit. I would agree. Um, I think Knobloch would have been the X factor. Maybe he brought a little something. Um, who knows? But I I think they're they're on they're yeah they're even. And if you and it, uh, look, I looked at at Labulette's coaching history. He has made the Stanley Cup final with every team that he's coached, with the exception of his first two years in New York with the Icelanders and his last two years or three years with the Washington Capitals. He has made or won the Stanley Cup final with each of those teams in between. So if you're looking for a coach to get you to the Stanley Cup final, if that's your overall goal, obviously it's to win it, but um, at least to go deep into the playoffs, Laviolette, out of everybody right now, might be the right guy. And that and you know the the Philly team and the Nashville team that he took to the finals have really had no business going there. Right. Oh yeah. That yeah. well, the Nashville team had had a goaltender. The Philly team had no business yes. being there. Yeah. <laughs> Zero business. But the Nashville team, even with the goaltender, you know, went in number eight that year, number seven, I forget, but they just snuck into the playoffs. Yeah, that and was uh, Let- Lettinen. Was it Lettinen with the Flyers? Oh God. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was letting in with the Flyers that year. Uh, was it? It oh, might have been. Someone fact checked right now. Pronger someone was fucking fact checked. Who? Wasn't Pronger playing goalie too? <laughs> His he contract may may have said I play every position. No, he, but they, wasn't they had him out? The, he was playing he like dead by forty then? minutes a game or something. Wasn't he playing like insane amounts of minutes in that game that season? Probably since they didn't have goaltending. All I remember is he was out there every other shift. Like they just double shifted him constantly. Right. That that was what 2010 when they lost to the Blackhawks. Was that it only 2010? Jesus it was, Christ. Is that right? Well, I know. Listen, the fucking dropping a ball was 14 years ago. And Louis Castilla, that was what now 13 years ago? Jesus. Brian Boucher, Ray Emery, yeah, and Boucher. Michael Lightning. Lighten. Lighten? Lightning. <laughs> Yeah, man, it was that year. Bobby Boucher was still on that fucking team. Bobby Boucher, Ooh, yeah, the water boy. He played thirty-three games. Boucher, he was twenty-nine uh, and eighteen. Ouch. 
29 and 18? He or was 29 no, and 18. Tw- he was nine and 18. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, not, that's terrible. Ray Emery? Really, huh? The boxer? Ray Emery, 16 and 11. Lighten, 16 and 5. And that year, they beat the fucking the Rangers in a shootout to make the playoffs that year. That was when they had that big, giant fucking forehead dude. He was from, uh, they got him from Calgary. And he was an Islander. Oh, what oh the he might be was... trivia oh. answer. What was the name of that guy? What was his name? Big forehead guy? Oh, he had a gigantic fucking head. The Rangers or the Flyers? Oh, the Rangers. Oh, the dude that had never made the playoffs in forever and ever. Yeah, he missed the shootout fucking. The last game of the season came down to a shootout. And if the Rangers scored, they would have been the eighth seed. And he fucking missed. Didn't he come from? They they got him in a trade from Florida, didn't they? Anisimov, Rospel, Stahl, Girardi, Roosevelt. What was that guy's name? Wade Redden. No, definitely Uh, was not Wade Redden. P.A. Parento. No, all that kid guy did was fucking score goals. Jody Shelley. I'm not seeing. They got him at the deadline for sure. It was definitely like a European guy. Yes. Let's see. At the deadline. I want to say there was an O in his name. God. God damn it. Jody Shelley? No. It was not Jody Shelley. Anders Erickson? Maybe it was the year prior. Chris Newberry? Maybe it was 2009, 2010. Ole Jokinen? Ole Jokinen. That That's was the it. guy. Oh, Ole okay. Okay. I was close, man. I knew there was an O. Holy joking that fucking guy. You play on the Rangers? Holy joking Yeah, they 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 like I said, they acquired him at 20, the deadline. Twenty six games after he had yeah. missed the playoffs like a dozen years in a row or whatever. And he had like, like shoot this out on his stick to win and put the Rangers in the playoffs, and he fucking failed. Good old Yokin. Yeah, good old Ole Yokinen. Screw that guy. There was another guy, Yokinen. Oh my too. god, talk Jokinen? about bust. He was a third overall pick. Yes. Ugh. Ouch. Yes, sir. He was part of the deal. I went to uh Florida with Robert Luongo. Oh. Back Mark- he was part of that deal. Mark- Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how about that? Uh, they came back with uh, Mark Parrish, one of my favorite players from that that uh, few years, Lucky Sevens line, and uh, the enigmatic Oleg Kavasha. Oleg Kavasha. Some days look like a guy you're like, how is this guy not like? Amazing. And then every other game, you're like, this guy's trash. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He sucks. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So something has uh, had struck me today. Um, and I wanted your guys' opinion on it as well. And it all stems in, you know, this time of the year with free agency looming, um, RFAs, all that stuff. Saquon Barkley has gone on record as he wants to be treated with respect. His contract should reflect the respect or he should be given the respect 
based upon his production value from last year. Um, should players, you know, compromise during contract negotiations or should they get every single fucking penny they can possibly get? Well, I think it's a little different. I think we know what Steve's stance is on this one. Okay. I was, well, anyway, the NFL, they don't have guaranteed contracts. So, I mean, I in Saquon's argument there makes a ton of sense. In the NHL, like the NBA, they're all guaranteed contracts. Like, it's different. It's not the same. It's not like you go, you go sign a, a $100 million deal and then only get $30 million, right? In the NHL world, it's if you sign a six million dollar deal for five years, you're getting it all. I mean, unless you know you have some sort of bullshit uh, escrow taking money out of your hands, but uh, you know that's a different story. I mean, it's just I think they they you can of course if you want to play somewhere and make a team work because there's a cap, right? Sure, it's not like the same as like I mean if you look at it from like the perspective of like a large deal like McDavid. That's a lot of money, and his next deal is going to be insane. Probably make him, you know, the whatever the top cap will be, will be, will be that his next contract. How do you build a team around that? Is the problem? How do you build a team that's actually functional can make the playoffs? I mean, yeah, they got to, they got into the playoffs and they got where they got to, but I mean, how many years in a row has that been? There's been no progress with the Oilers in getting anywhere near the Stanko final and winning one. And they're just not going forward because there's too much money at the top end of that deal, just like Toronto, just like other teams have done the same thing. And this is the first year that you're actually having – you'll have a, a player making $10 million or more a year who will win the Stanley Cup. It's going to be either – because Eichel makes $10 mil, I think I think it's uh, – what is it? Barkov? I forget who it is on Florida. It's probably Barkov because it's not Kachuk. Kachuk's making like Kachuk's eight or Kachuk's, nine. Yeah. Bobrovsky's like nine, I think, too. I think it was Barkov. No, Bobrovsky's um, 10.5. Oh, so he's the, t- he's the Yeah, Bob is 10.5. There you go. But before this, it's never happened. And we've had years where there's $10 million guys, yeah. and it's been a while. So I think I think it's a little give and take. I think if you want to win, you, take, you can take that discount, but some guys are not going to take that at all. It's just you know, it's 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 a different sport. I think in the NFL, 100% get your money. They don't give a shit about you. Not that they care here. You know, the concussions are going to ruin you and everything. And it's but they can't just they just uh, can't cut bait too. You can't. You can't. You're stuck with them. So yeah. look at the <laughs> Di Pietro. You know, we got him for another <laughs> six seven years. We're paying that contract. Uh, play, I mean. Yeah, and, and and I think that I agree with with Nick in that you know which sport you play could could make a difference in it. But also, it's just what what do you want as the athlete? Like I, I'm okay with either approach. Like if you if you want to give a little back to to try to help your team become a, a winner, and you and you see the added value in either just you feel good about being a winner, you want to be a winner, or or you think hey, if we're winning, there might be more. I can make something up in endorsements and stuff like that. Maybe you know. That you, you could take all that into account or, but at the same time, if you want to just make every last red cent that you can, I mean, these are the guys putting in the work since they were young kids. I mean, they deserve what, whatever they can get. Like, and if that's what's driving them, then, then more power to them. When it comes to salaries and work, I'm a lazy guy. I've never gone out of my way to search down a job where I could make a little bit more money. So I guess my opinion would be, 
take a million and a half less, look like the fucking hero because you're not being judged based on your salary. Just say, look, I don't necessarily need to be the highest paid player in the in the in the league at running back, but I know I'm the best running back in the league. And now I've given the team some money, some more flexibility. And you come off looking like the hero. And you don't think there there's anything to it that the egos kind of gets in the way sometimes. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's not, I've never been one who's, who's thought that my salary justifies my worth to the organization. Yeah. And and then like in a position, we're also not making millions of dollars a year either. No, of course. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to pay a running back like $10 million, whatever a year. Right. Because you're not going to win shit. You have, there's so many guys you have to pay and play and, that's not a position you, you want that traditionally you spend a lot of money in because you just don't make the playoffs. If you you got to know, you got to know your position is devalued in today's NFL too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, it's different. So you don't, and, and, and I hate to use this as, as an example, but you don't think Jesper Bratt is going into these contract negotiations, trying to get every fucking penny he can possibly get. I think that's what he's doing. I, I'm sure, is doing that. I sure. think his agent is doing that. Yes. Well, he's is. It doesn't the player give the agent a little bit of direction when it comes to that? I I, I always wonder about that. Yeah, I I do too. I I, I agree. I do because sometimes I feel like these guys would say, you know what, just fucking sign the deal. I just I just want to know that for six years I'm going to be here and I'm going to make enough money that my kids 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 aren't going to have to worry. And the agent's like, yeah. no, no, wait another four weeks. I can get 500 more thousand dollars. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Fucking, they're fucking brutal. They're lawyers. So they that's, are you know, brutal. You yeah. They're disgusting people. But it, it, it's very, it, like, it, look, it's very interesting that, you know, we're never going to be in that position, right? <laughs> to even worry about this. No. Um, but if, if you're an athlete, I mean, you you got no 401ks you have no none of that i i get you're making millions of dollars and it's easy to gain interest and it's easy to put some money aside but not everybody's really doing that but i i would hope in today's day and age that they are doing that but life after their sport um you know some people got to get jobs some people have to to work after this you see nfl players you know uh you you see well nfl is is probably a different animal um but you see a lot of these of these players get jobs after the fact or complete their degrees in, in college so they can pursue a secondary, you know, work life. I don't know if a lot of hockey players do that. Um, well, I'm sure there, I'm sure, sure there are, you just yeah, don't know their but, names. Yeah. 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 You're, you know, you're right. But um, you know, it just furthers the point then make as much money as you possibly can at any point in time and don't leave any money on the fucking table, regardless of what sport you play in. And it's always going to be a battle between the, the owners of the team and the players, obviously with the, with the, um, with the agents. But I always found restricted free agency to be fascinating because you, you want to, you want to protect this player and you want him because he's such an integral part of your team. And then you go and fucking bash him and talk about all the negative things about him in order not to pay him what he should be making it's the most fascinating thing i've ever seen in my life that's why that's why they avoid him as much as possible right you don't want to sit in those meetings 
can, is there any other sport besides hockey where they do have arbitration? Baseball's got arbitration. Uh, Baseball does? Yeah. I don't but know that's the, it's, it's laid out a little differently, NFL. right? With luxury tax, there's no really salary cap for the teams yeah. and like right. that. So it is a little different. Um, but, but I would bet the arbitration cases get just as heated. Uh, there's no question about it. It's, it's just fucking, ugh. it's just, ugh. I would hate to be in that position. Hate to be in that position. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the morning, Bill. All right. So how many different Minnesota North Stars players scored goals against the Winnipeg Jets on November 11th, 1981. Two. Incorrect. Basil McRae, Mike Madonna. <laughs> Incorrect. B- by the way, I, I did watch Once Upon a Time in Anaheim. And was it good? It was It was very, very entertaining. All right. Uh, Goldberg, the goalie. Holy shit, dude. That Life did not crazy, treat right? you well. Trivia time? Type 45? Well, we listen, talking we're, we're talking about Basil uh, McRae and so Mike just Madonna. one, Mike Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not Mike Madonna. But it was, it's definitely, if you do have the ESPN Plus, it was definitely worth the watch for sure. Nice. I'm going to go with seven. Seven, incorrect. Uh, Bob, I think that number is going to be just a little higher than that. I'm going to go on and say 15. Incorrect. 18. Uh, incorrect. 22. Incorrect. 24. You guys, 26. So, what the highest scoring game ever 33 in the and a half. Because I think Ooh. you're getting 30, 33 and a half. I'll take the over. No. $27.75. It's not a it's not currency. It's it's just a it's just a whole number. I'm gonna guess one penny. No, no it's not currency, like I said. Uh no. no. A penny is incorrect. One dollar. Uh, no, we're it's not currency again, and, and nobody's overbidding, so you don't have to bid JP for one dollar. Parisi. Mm, good one. We're not looking for names, we're just looking Marion Gabarik. We're not looking for names. We're just looking for the number of players who scored even in that Minnesota North Star, stupid. Um, um, and and I can also tell you what like the final score of that game was. We don't want to know if that would. I'm help. sure you could. I'm sure mm. you remember it well, Grandpa. You, did Basil McCray score in the game? He did not. He was not playing for the North Stars uh, when this happened. Mike Madonna then? Mike Madonna was also not playing for the North Stars when when hmm. this happened. This was November 11th, 1981. So who's the one? I thought you said 91. Yeah. Who's the most now I'm famous? completely thrown off. Who's the most famous Minnesota North Star besides Mike Madonna and Basil McCray? Uh Chico Resch, I think. No, no. Oh, oh, how about Neil Broden? Yes. Broden. Neil Broden did score in the game. That's did he really? Answer. So That's one not the answer. Ah. Well, how do you know he scored in the game? Does he give you a list of players who scored in the game? I looked at the box score when I saw it. Uh, of course you did. Why I'm going to go with a nice round number, and I'm going to say five. Incorrect. Six. You want me to give you like a higher lower? No, I don't. Okay. I want you to shut uh, the fuck up. No. And just did did you look up the box Six score, or did William Figueroa look up the box <laughs> score? <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, it was me. All me. 
How about a nice even 10? 10. Ooh, not correct. Good, that's a good guess, though. How about eight? Guess. Incorrect. How about five? Somebody already, you're going to laugh when you listen back. Because uh, it was yeah. me, stupid. <laughs> so you guessed five for any. How about 14? 14, incorrect. 11? 11! Yeah, you got it. 11. You blew it, Steve. Well, I mean, how many other numbers were there? 3.14. <laughs> there were tons. Pie. Um, uh, do, does, so who were the 11? The final score was uh, 15 to 2. The North Jesus Stars. Who they played? The Devils? Uh, the Winnipeg no, Jets. No. Yeah, yeah he said that in the question. You're going to laugh back. You're going to laugh when you're that. Laugh <laughs> All uh, right. So you want the names? Yeah, yeah. I think somebody asked for the names. Yeah, yeah. Because I got to get these going because it's tight for defense. Steve Payne. Wait, Kurt slow down. Giles. Slow, wait, wait. Slow down. Slow down. Steve Payne. Yep. Curtis? Curtis Payne? Kurt. No, no Kurt Giles. Doesn't Kurt Giles. Kent Eric Anderson. He, he had three names? Three people? Oh, shit. He is Kent Eric. Somebody's dead. Oh, my God. This guy hyphenated his first and, and middle name. Not that he's oh not even the last name. Kent Eric is hyphenated. Oh, Anderson's what? the last name. Is he uh, from Sweden? Next is uh, Neil Brodden, who we already oh, talked about. Oh, Brodden, Neil Brodden. There you go. Uh, Mike Eaves, Brad Palmer, Bobby Smith, who scored four in the game. Oh. Uh, Kevin Maxwell, Dino Cicerelli. I thought and, Dino was uh, the team. Anders Hawkinson. Hawkinson. And then Steve Kristoff. Eight, eight of the 11 had to get jobs after hockey because they, they went through all their money. No doubt about it. Definitely. Whoa, he found it. Dino Cicerelli. Dino Cicerelli, baby. Nice. The old Is Wayne the, Gretzky stick. That's the blade you have on the Gretzky stick? That's what, Dino yeah, Cicerelli? That, that's what came out of that Easton one that we replaced wow. with. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's we're gonna do a little bonus hot bonus trivia tonight. Awesome, bonus trivia tonight. It's gotta be quick. Yeah, and it's a two-parter. Of course, it is. Wayne and then Gretzky. No, <clears throat> there have been five NHL hockey clubs current that have never been to the Stanley Cup final. Name them. The Seattle Kraken. That is new. That is one. Right. Atlanta yes. Thrashers. Yes. The Atlanta Thrashers. Uh, no. They're they're not current. Current. Awesome. Not a current. Oh. current. And next, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh when you listen. Never mind. The Winnipeg <laughs> Jets. The Winnipeg Jets are one of them. So Nick of, was Nixel Faxo right. <laughs> oh, so, suck yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that when you said it. The Back. Arizona Coyotes. There is a third one. Oh, yeah, That's good. definitely one. All right. Oh, loser shit teams. Columbus Blue Jackets. That is an. Well, you guys are on fire. Uh, Woo! Yep. Yeah. Now there's gonna be one more. That's gonna be. This could be a tough one. I think. Because the. Because the Blues. Wait. Oh, that's only three. Oh. That's four. Four. Yeah, one five. more. Oh, five. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, San Jose. The Minnesota Wild. The Minnesota Wild are number five. Oh, oh yeah. 
Wow, you guys rocked that list. What's your second Ooh, part? Here's the bonus, bonus trivia. There are three teams currently that have uh, not been to the Stanley Cup final 2000 or later. Who are those three teams? Toronto Maple Leafs. Are one. 1967 was the last time the Maple Leafs were in the final. Can can you just fucking fathom oh, that God, for a second, please? No, that that is. 19- I'm a Mets and Jets fan, and no, I can't fathom that. <laughs> was, no, but that was the last time they appeared in the Stanley Cup yeah. final. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not even win it. Just um, be there. Can I say New York Islanders? Wow, I said that. Oh, Nick here. said New York Islanders. I didn't hear. I, I was know, I was batshit crazy about Toronto, but was... the New York Islanders, 1984. Right. Yeesh. And the Arizona Coyotes. They were Over never. The Sorry, they can't they be on the other list. They oh, that was a never. Yeah, they can't. They can't yeah. share the same list, Bill. Uh, were the Sharks? Oh, they were. Sharks were. Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh wait. No. San Jose Sharks, if you cared, were 2016. Penguins were 2017. Right. No, they didn't make the team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was dumb. Uh, LA. Dallas. Trying to think of teams. Since 2000, 99-2000 or 2000-2001? Uh, it would have to be 2000 or, or less, so I would assume this goes... Um, if if they were in the final in 2000, in June that's of 2000, it. which would be the 99-2000 season, okay, that what doesn't the that doesn't Calgary count. Flames. The Calgary Flames were 2004 yeah. when they lost to the okay. Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, Tampa. Keep us off. That was the Marty St. Louis Vanilla Cavalier. Yeah. Yeah. Red Wings. Oilers. Uh, Detroit Red Wings 2009, Edmonton Oilers 2006, where they lost to Carolina. Carolina. And the Red Wings lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, Philadelphia, uh, now Philly's been in. Yeah, we just got finished talking about those fuckers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Wait, do we say, do we say Buffalo? No, I was just going to say Buffalo. Yeah, I think Buffalo. Because Buffalo Buffalo Sabres, 1999. Nice job. 99. 1999. Buffalo Sabres. Like a second. (laughs) Fun list. Fun list. And it's even funner for Steve because it went quick. Yes. Oh, and shit. which brings us to, and now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Rattles podcast. We're going to the fastest two minutes of this Type 45 show. It's the 20 questions power play. The rules are simple. The group has two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player, person associated with one of the four Friends of Rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions or the power play has expired. The group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. Hey, 
go. This person play on the New York Rangers. No. This person play associated with the New Jersey Devils. No. This person associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins. No. Person associated with New York Icelanders. Yes. This a West Islander? We're all. Is fucked. this a current player on the Islanders? <laughs> this is not. No. It could never be. This player had pajamas of another team. <laughs> no. It's awfully specific. <laughs> Did this player play in the nineties? No. This player played in the two thousands. No. Oh God. Player played in the nineteen seventies. Yes. Is it Brad Park? Ooh. No. This player defenseman. No. This player forward. Yes. Park Clarkilles. No. This player center. No. This player Canadian. Yes. Well, Mike Bossy. Hey. All right. Wait a minute, it's the guy we heard of? Why? Yes, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> Woo! There you go, Tom. That was fucking one-timer from the right circle. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go, boys. This is an easy one today. This day, 1978, Mike Bossy was the Calder winner as a top uh, rookie. 1977-78 season. On this day? Today. On today. On today? On today. So many, so many interesting things happened today. Boost us up to 15 for 28. Castillo drops the ball. Mike yes, Bossy wins so the Calder. Monumental wow. Things. Wow. Unbelievable. This is going to bring us to uh, the state and Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. I said it twice because I didn't say it last week, so I had to make it up. So this one's going to bring us to Year of Our Lord 2023. Please go to January 25th. There's not even stuff written in. I'm sorry, what day? January 25th, 2023. That's so recent, he probably just remembers. I'm I'm hoping he does. It was a Wednesday. Ooh. And in honor of of Tara Dorito's birthday. Ooh. I had a plain bagel. What the fuck is wrong with you? They don't order pumpernickel bagels. Fucking jerks. Uh, With butter, Coke Zero, 20 ounce for breakfast. Lunch was a Wawa chicken and uh, Swiss sub, or hoagie as they call them. Nobody. 20 ounce Coke Zero sugar uh, with lunch. And 30 minutes on the elliptical, followed up by a chicken parm sub. 
for dinner with from a where? can. From where? From where? Uh, Brunswick Pizza. They have delicious chicken parm subs. Delicious. A can of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Why did you pick Wednesday, January 25th, this year, 2023? Hey, duh. Obviously, that was the day that two, two, two Orange County Sheriff deputies, uh, if you didn't know, Orange County was in Florida, uh, yeah, yeah. were caught in a sexual relationship that included doing the dirty deed. Oh, quotation. I was doing air. I was, yes, I was doing air quotes because that's that's in the article. That's very dirty deed. Okay. While on duty at the Walt Disney World Resort. Ooh. Ooh, According to the Orlando area NBC affiliate, Orange County Sheriff Deputy Skyler Miller. I mean, you name a girl Skyler, what do you expect? What do you? Hey, she hey, hey, she's going to she be on sounds, the poll, is what you expect. I mean, yeah, it's amazing that she was a cop at all. You know, like, and, yeah. So she sounds phenomenal. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Was found to be having an intimate relationship with a fellow deputy, deputy ugh, Angel Mendoza. Oh no! And it no. completely ruined the story. And then with her supervisor, uh, Robert Garner. Uh, Miller admitted okay. that she, Gardner got personal multiple times while on duty during their relationship, uh, and it turned out to be the most magical place on earth, was one of their spots of choice. All three of these deputies have reportedly resigned due to complaints uh, that resulted in a 51-page report that the Orange County Sheriff's Office started in 2021. Miller stated that she thinks Mendoza was one was the one who made the complaints because their relationship ended on bad terms. Why the fuck would you, you're, you just sold yourself out. What did yeah, you think? That's just bonehead. There was no good coming out of that. Yeah. Ugh. Well, maybe talk to the the Orange guy. County Sheriff's Department works in partnership with the Walt Disney World Security to ensure proper law enforcement and safety to its guests at the Central, uh, Central Florida property. Uh, at the Orange County Sheriff's Office, we hold our deputies to the highest ethical standards. Apparently not. Uh, engaging in this behavior on duty uh, when they should have been responding to calls and protecting our community is unacceptable. Uh, Sheriff John Minor said in a statement, these former deputies are not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're stuck. We're stuck. Of the uniform worn by those that serve with integrity and honor. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. And that's what happened January 25th. Do you, do you think he got pissed because she just kept singing You've got a small cock after all. You've got a small cock after all. Two people laughed. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Who? Billy Billy chuckled. He's trying to hold it. He we really all tried to keep this one in. <laughs> God, it was yeah. just... Well, it was supposed to be bad. Uh, Come on. It was just the worst ever. <laughs> Maybe he was hoping like he would get like whistleblower status, like he wouldn't be held accountable if he if he ratted 
Because really, yeah, why do you blow up your own your own career? And also, why does it take fifty one pages to say she was fucking anything that wasn't that was moving? <laughs> and does it say what ride in the fucking report? That's the uh, information was, we need. It, no, it was Disney Springs. Okay, well, what like, store the were they? Uh, you know, under the no, clothing was, racks they, of. They did say it was. Uh, was it at the Rat Tattooey restaurant? Did I miss that? Uh, oh, it was in in quotes. Miller uh, admitted that on multiple occasions she and Garner would engage in sexual intercourse while on duty. Uh, during many of the meetups, the two would turn off their body cameras. Uh, many Aww. of their encounters took place behind a church in Windermere, uh, behind a business near the Orange County Sheriff's Office, and in the parking lot at Disney Springs uh, while they were on duty. Wind Windermere, so there's a good chance that she had sex with Tiger Woods, too. Oh, there's no question. Well, she didn't right. work at Denny's. She didn't work at right. Denny's. That, that's that area, yeah. Yeah, but she didn't know. Uh, and you would have thought that sometime during this fucking recording, the Rangers would have announced a coach. Nope. Again, this is what, <laughs> four fucking weeks in a row that we've been talking about the same goddamn people, and yet they can't, they still can't make a goddamn decision? Gee, I thought I thought the Penguins were taking forever uh, naming a general manager, and that was like weeks ago now. And, and they've been saying they wanted to wait to see what happened with, with the with the Pittsburgh situation and the Toronto situation. Those have been fucking uh, solved yeah, for I think we're, a better yeah. part of two and a half weeks. Do you think Drury should knows. just grab a magic eight ball and just like shake it up and have that make the decision? <laughs> me, it says me. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, wait, Ooh. I asked it. Who's the next Ranger hot upper management to be fired? Huh? Nick left. I left. Nick left. Again, Nicolaf you're trying to fucking just, catch me. No, it's, it's getting to the point where Nick will laugh at anything. No, that's fine. True. Then I can't follow up. It's been well trained. <laughs> yeah, like a seal. Just throw things at me. Ar, ar, ar. All right, you Would it want... be funny, though? <laughs> Would it be funny, though? You're saying this whole time he's going, Drury's going with one of these two guys because it, it'll buy him a little bit more time. If he goes with one of these guys and things go south and he loses his job, and here he could have gone with the more aggressive choice of Chuck Knobloch, and maybe it worked out better for him. I, I would agree. I would agree. I've, I've been a, a, a Chuck Knobloch supporter since we've started. Since we've started. And wouldn't it suck if somebody now came in because he wasn't given his shot next year and asked for permission to talk to him and he gets another gig somewhere else? Yeah, very well could happen. Maybe Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe Toronto. You guys want to play a game? Uh, no, we're done. No, no, no. Let, we, let's play a game. Let's wrap Ready? it up, and then we'll no, play no. the game. The name of the game. <laughs> I goddamn love it. Holy shit. Tom, you're the fucking funniest, man. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, God my God. <laughs> Why did he leave? He left. Steve <laughs> dropped from the podcast. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us tonight. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on twitter at friends underscore rivals leave us a review on apple Podcasts. we will read them on the air uh youtube facebook friends and rivals podcast turn on notifications for our podcast so you never miss an episode billy say something what me and mickey mouse are just going to town on this crazy mini bitch and she's just loving it all moaning and shit it was fucked up so mickey's the one that came up with the nickname because that day she had us locked in tight from both ends like goddamn chinese finger cuffs
I want to get to bed early. The dog's been waking me up at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs>